it was um it's been like winter weather like it's colder here than it is in kentucky right now which is crazy because everyone always says endless summer but yesterday it there was snow on the mountains 39 degrees not to be that person that just talks about weather. There's nothing worse than that person. Like, it was so cold this morning. It's like, oh my gosh, is this what it's come to? But here we, we talked about we talked about weather last time too. I know, Cam. What's Cam? We need to we have to make a pact. No more talking about weather. Okay. But if you <laughs> saying no, if you take that away and then you take away that we can't talk about TV, I will literally have nothing to talk about. Jen's out. Jen's out if we can't talk about TV. What are you guys watching right now? Literally, what aren't we watching? It's kind of where <laughs> we're <at>. everything. <laughs> oh, I watch because I was talking to my friend Julie, who's in the Fabus with us, the Fabus okay. Slack, Julie Koenig. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I need constant noise while I'm working. I was like, me too. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's always something playing on the background and I get tired of music. So it's this year, it's been all podcasts and TV. Okay. Yeah. 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 But okay. So we got um, the trial of Peacock, which is NBC's new streaming thing. Yep. There's a show called we are lady parts. That is hysterical. It's so, funny. It's so good. It? Okay. And it's about the... these. Um, yeah. They're um, Muslim women who are in a punk band and it's so hysterical. <sighs> Okay. And then there's another one on there. What were we watching? The capture is good. The too. capture. Yeah. And that's like thriller, yeah, sure. like mind bending, like what the heck is going yeah. on here? Oh. Um, and if you want like a show where at the end of every episode, you're like, okay, what? everything I thought was true was a lie. <laughs> and it's not even like real life, but you just feel so invested. It's the best show I've watched in a while. Dang, I'm gonna have to watch yeah. it. Yeah, we've been watching Succession. Um, we just Everybody's watching it. <laughs> yeah, I was... I don't know what made me watch it, but um, I was like, someone else told me about it a long time ago. I was like, God, that sounds terrible. And then I started I know, watching it. And it's, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be like a comedy drama. And I was like, once you get into it, you realize there is funny in all of this. Like there's just hijinks. And you're like, this is so serious, but there's hijinks that happens. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. It's a great, great written show. So I, know. And I then, need to watch it. Yeah, season three just had its finale, blew my mind. They just yeah. threw everything away. Um, it was great. So it's that's it, a big that's move. What, yeah. Because it's like that can work for you, or people who are who liked <laughs> the way it was going could be like, I'm out. I am now yeah. out. This is too much yeah. for me. So I think it's I was about to be out if they didn't do this. So I will say they they trended in the <laughs> okay. right direction. So, so clearly they like, were reading the Reddit forums and they were like, oh <laughs> shit, we need to pivot, you yeah. know? Like the user data says no. <laughs> 100%. So now it's like, I'm like, okay, I'll take another season, season four, let's go. Um, but it's fun. It's a fun show. So I definitely suggest it. But I told my brother about it. My brother was like, I watched one episode. I didn't get it. So there's also that. So yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there where like, everyone's like really like, on a show and I'll try to watch it. And I'm like, everyone's just a horrible person. Like I just, <laughs> I need someone to believe in. I need some moral compass. And that's so like naive and like something of me, but I need that. And I was like, yeah. if Succession doesn't have that. I don't know if I can hang in there. I think the hijinks will be enough. Um, okay. Yeah, the hijinks, it's just funny. You're just like, how do rich people end up here? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a good show. I was going to say something about it. I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> oh, they have one of the sons from the show is from, um, he's Macaulay Culkin's brother. Okay. I didn't Karen know Culkin. that. Yeah. yeah. And then I, and he, he was, he was in Home Alone and I didn't even notice. He was one of the cousins. 
Yep. So I was funny. watching Home Alone 2 the other day and I saw him. I was like, I totally forgot the brother is in this too. But you know what? Okay. You have to watch the SNL with Kieran McCulkin in it because it's hysterical. Okay. And it's kind of a bummer because some people go on SNL and you can tell just the writing wasn't as strong that week. And they're the right. one who gets remembered for, for sure. having like a terrible episode, but his was solid. And there's this sketch where he's talking about the weird shit that goes on in men's bathrooms because you get awkward. You're at the urinal and you're like, Hey buddy, how about trying to make, yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to make conversation <laughs> with strangers that you know and you just become this person that you're not and I can't speak it's to so it but weird. I was like if this is what's happening it's very funny and um yeah so <laughs> Jen's like it I can't does. speak personally to whether it's true it does and then yeah people people just want to talk about stuff and you're like hey man like maybe it's because it's hands-free and everybody's just like <laughs> how's like they hit you with like how's the weather and I'm just like we're not here for this. Like, yeah, yeah. No. Let's, let's just pretend we can't see each other until we get yeah. out of this room. Yeah, be, like, pretend yes. I'm not here. Pretend like you're British and act like no one else is yes. on, in the room and yes. then just walk in, walk out, be gone. 100%. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and intro. Let's do I it. will tell you, I, for some reason, got super nervous doing this um, today. I was like, I guess it's because it's, again, it, it's probably because it's you guys. Um but I, this is something that I'm like passionate about. I really want it to work. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to read the I intro this you. time. I've done it two times and I've not read the intro and it's gone like off the rails. So, okay. Um, welcome to, do you know designers, uh, where I have designers on and ask them random questions to prove that designers are actually real people and not robots. Um, sad I had to create a whole show to just prove a point, but whatever. Uh, I'm your host, Cameron Davis, and today I have on the Hutzpah Sisters. Hello. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to introduce yourself. You know. Okay, oh. I'm Jen. I have a slightly lower voice. Is this a video thing too? Are they going to be watching? Yeah, in? it's video okay, too. Well, yeah. So it's me, and, and I'm Amy. <laughs> I am the other sister, and um, I have the California, what do they call it? What's that? The thing? vocal fry. The vocal fry. That's we both me. have it. Let's, but let's yours isn't as bad. I, <laughs> mine has gotten off the rails. The vocal fry? I've never heard of that before. It's, it's the California, like, hello. It's the Paris Hilton. Oh. It's the Kim Kardashian. It's the this. It's you the Blink-182. Where are you? That's How does that happen? Do, do they just give you like it's cultural? Here, it's talk just like this. a West Coast culture thing. I don't know. Some people picked it up That's harder, crazy. and some people like retained their elegance and dignity, but not us. <laughs> it is funny because my friend was like, my, I sometimes I'll tell someone like, "Yeah, I used to live in Kentucky," and they're like, oh, "I could totally hear the twang in your voice," and I'm like, "Get, get you. There's no way. There's not a twang in my voice." But people do say when I come back to visit from visiting family there, they're like, you picked up a twin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're just, when you're around it long enough, you just can't help it. Every, then every sentence starts to end in a question. But I'm one yep. of those people that I'm very easily influenced by who I'm around. So it's like, <laughs> if someone's talking a certain way, I feel like I'm like starting to like jive. Like I become Southern. I become, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to stop like mimicking. Should be your own person. Exactly. I need to be yeah. confident, independent, an independent woman. Yeah. Maybe your own person is that. Maybe that's why. I am. <laughs> Maybe like, I am. Jen is. Yeah. Do, okay, Cam. Do you believe in Enneagram? 
like the Enneagram numbers? I've heard of it. I haven't done my own, but um, you haven't done yours. Oh my no. gosh, please do it. Cause it is, okay. I was like, no, it's like horoscopes. It's total BS. And then I did it. And I was like, this is like looking into a harsh mirror. It knows me. <laughs> it knows me better than I know myself. Well, Jen's is, Jen is a nine, which means that she just like adapts to whoever's around her to, to be accommodating. <laughs> and that she just, she just 100% described that when she talked about changing her whole, her whole accent per the person she's speaking to, which is funny because it was the opposite in the womb. Apparently I pushed, I boxed Amy out in the womb. Like I was taking. <laughs> all the space that was the total bully. all the real estate I was Amazon like in there with the warehouse in a small town like and you were just, I was the mom and pop shop just trying to survive you were in the dollar general store <laughs> who's Cam, first I be- who came out first I was supposed to be first okay. and Jen edged me out oh, literally Maybe that's why okay. her personalities yes. are the way I've never had to work for anything <laughs> and, so I'm right, and I'm accommodating <laughs> You feel like you always have the scratching ground. I'm like scratching and clawing my way through life. That's but Cam, so funny. I would, I would bet that you are a seven. So I want you to take the test and I want us to recap a week from now after you take the test. And I want you to All confirm right. to me that you are a seven because I'm a seven think- and I think we're the same. Yes. Okay. You're that, you're that confident. <laughs> I'm so confident. Cause you're gregarious. You're yes. self-motivated. You have a creative vision, like, you know, all strong, like indicators of the yes, seven of the seven. Okay. But somebody said that somebody said that Enneagram is uh, horoscopes for Christians. And that made me laugh so hard. I don't know if it's true, but it made me laugh. That's so that. funny. I mean, so we are going to kick this thing off. I would like to start with the lightning round. So Ooh. the lightning round is made up of this or that questions. Um, and it's like three or four. And then we'll see, and we'll warm up into the the broader scope of questions that the main questions are like design related or funny or super deep where it'll like mess you up. So are we going to cry? I think we're going to (laughs) cry. Maybe. Okay. So lightning round, Um, movie theater or arcade? Movie theater. Movie theater. So easy. Yeah. Next. So easy. (laughs) Okay. Winter or summer? Summer. Summer. Easy. Um, I mean, we live in California. We're paying for it. I. It's been <laughs> gloomy here. It's been gloomy here for only maybe three to four days where it's like, you know, the sun's gone. And I, I'm like in a spiral. <laughs> we gotta, we're like crushing up vitamin E tablets and putting them in her food because we're worried she has like vitamin E deficient, deficient depression. Is that I mean, d- I'm cranky. Yeah, I'm hmm. cranky. Like I, I, I want to go to bed at 3 p.m. Like it's just so much. But it's true. If you're paying the price to live in Southern California and you don't like summer, get out, get <laughs> It is out. funny people make room for the rest of about us. summer. It's like, why are you here? This is the wrong place for you. Be free <laughs> and save your this money. This is the best. Yeah, this is the real. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. All right. Um, so between you two, who wins in a fight? Oh, you know, what's funny. I used to always be like me hands down. I feel like I have the rage, <laughs> <laughs> but mine's growing as Jen well. Jen has a quiet rage as well. Into middle age, I have developed more rage than, I, age. than I am proud of. Yeah, you are getting angry, which is funny. <laughs> Today I was on a support call and I was like, Jen, please be, be a decent human to the support specialist. But I was already the sixth support specialist and I had almost lost it, which goes back to Kieran McCulkin because 
on SNL. Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. You're calling him Macaulay. No, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I do wrong too. Culkin. Yeah, Kieran Culkin. Um, he's on an SNL sketch where they talk about calling Spectrum support, which is our internet provider. Oh it's so God. funny. Oh, another, hilarious. Just another excuse to go watch the SNL with Karen Culkin. It's, it's so hysterical. Good. It's so good. I'm there. Um, okay. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Dishes. Both. Dishes are absolute worst. I laundry is nice because you have something to look forward to, like warm underwear coming out of the dryer, you know? There's not a better way to say warm shoes. <laughs> <laughs> got personal. <laughs> I, I hate dishes. Is like, yeah, yeah. this is gross. Well, and so it's like, thing- go okay. ahead. No, you oh, got well, it. Was- <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. You go. Okay. It's just like, it's something that happens all the time. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. And then you have to scrub and like actually try to get them clean. And I'm just like, I'd rather someone do this for me. And this is my theory with laundry. You have something good coming. Like you're working towards a positive end result with dishes. The good thing has already passed. You've already <laughs> oh, eaten the meal. The meal has been eaten. There's no more carrot at the end of the stick. Why? <laughs> like there's no incentive. I think you fit. That's it. Cause that's I cook. It. Wow. So I do the cooking. Oh. So now I cook it and then I have to eat it. And then I have to wash dishes. You're right. Uh-huh. The good part's gone. Uh-huh. Good part's yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah. Are you a pretty good this? chef then? I, I try. I try. I do too. It's hard. Yeah, like I want to be good. I am the person, you know, how they're like, do you want to do something? Just try hard enough and you'll be great at it. I'm like, not with cooking. <laughs> I cooking have tried is. so hard. I tried to yeah. melt chocolate last night. I had to go through six <laughs> attempts. <laughs> Apparently if the slightest bit of water gets in, you're screwed. It's over. <laughs> so I did it in the microwave three times. I did it in the pan twice. And then the, the sixth time, I, I finally nailed it, but I was like, this is insanity. You would have been the first one off the British Bake Oh off. yeah. Gone the first week. Hey. I would not have made the, the fine. Like, how do you get in those, those, oh, things. you wouldn't have made the, just, yeah, the initial, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the initial interview. Have you seen, there's a guy on Instagram who, who does chocolate modeling. Oh, wow. Well, there's a new show on Netflix. That, where it's like, that guy has an Instagram where he shows off how he does all that stuff. Yeah. Blows my mind. I'm like, you're I not supposed it. to do that with chocolate. Yeah, wh- like, why? <laughs> Just it's too much work. That's too much. It'll blow your mind though. You'll you'll be That's sitting exciting. there, you'll be scrolling through like all his videos. So okay, I'll speaking have to send of them your way. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so Instagram like, and joy and cooking. You gotta look up the tiny chef. Oh, he's I'm, so cute. You might have seen oh. it, but it's this little um, creature that someone made out it's like of, a little puppet and they they have him and he talks like Cartman from South Park and it's so <laughs> funny but he's adorable it's not disgusting but it's like adorable and sweet instead of like crass and silly <laughs> but it's amazing all right I found it I'll check it out that is kind of creepy though yeah he's at first you're like wait what and then you're like oh, this is nice <laughs> all right so we're gonna get to the meat and the potatoes of things okay so. Ready. Question number one. Um, oh, I'm going to tell you I nerd out over this part. I put it in a spreadsheet and then also do a number generator. So Ooh. I'm not picking questions. The universe is picking your questions. <laughs> the robots are. Love that. It's the algorithm, baby. <clears throat> it's the algorithm. All right. So what would you call a male ladybug? <laughs> <laughs> but how does he identify a, a gent no no a gent bug but that doesn't it has to have a good mouth feel and that's not yeah. right 
So, um, Miss Yearbug, is that getting better <laughs> or is that getting worse? That's about um, as close as I like that. Yeah. Bella Bug. Bella Bug. Bella Bug is fire. <laughs> Bellabug Bella has a good role. Of yeah, the yeah, yeah. I like this is because this is how we name companies. So we'll just go back. <laughs> Doesn't have a good mouth, feel too long, too awkward. Also, Bellabug, I feel like people would figure out how to spell it pretty easily. Bellabug, yeah. 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 Final yeah, answer. I, I think yeah. that I like that though. Like that, yeah. someone should name something that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. or this a little bit shorter, Himbug. That like Himbo, Himbo, but Himbug. Okay, It almost sounds like Humbug. Humbug, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like humbug. <laughs> I, I like Fellabug, though. Fellabug's cute. I don't know if I can come up with anything better, so we're going to move on. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your favorite smell? Bacon. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's a good one. Okay, mine uh, right now is um, spruce-scented candles. Oh, yes, because... but it's done wrong it's hardly ever done wrong even when it's wrong it's right even when, when it's wrong it's, it's better than not when it's done it. wrong it smells like cheap men's body wash <laughs> yeah but i i actually love the smell of cheap men's body wash like old spice deodorant if a man's wearing old spice deodorant it's like catnip to me <laughs> it's the cheapest thing but i'm like hello sir do you work hard do you need an antiperspirant that works hard for you <laughs> i think you're my kind of guy a blue color that's guy. so funny oh my god that's so funny um mine right now is probably uh like palo santo i like palo santo oh yeah yeah it's like, like nice sandalwood type thing like, yeah is that what we're talking about here okay yeah. i love that yeah yeah it also yeah. keeps the ghosts away you know so it does good. it has yeah. dual oh. purposes mm-hmm. yeah, is it like used a... in santarita kind of like <laughs> santeria things or know. like what is it for? but i think it like certain indigenous peoples use it to like cleanse stuff like Ooh, it's like yeah. you know so it's like the original burning sage yes but so. sage gets everything out palo santo just gets out enough. like it just gets out the bad energy on its own oh, like just the bad oh, interesting energy. yeah so if you want to set it and you're like oh, i gotta get this there's some weird vibes in here palo santo if you're newly moving into somewhere you sage it and you get like oh okay but you, you know, want a fresh slate here's the thing though you know it's not working because everyone in la is burning palo santo and half of them are terrible people they're still there the vibes, the vibes are still questionable the vibes are still the motivations all wrong that's so funny yeah i like it i'm, I'm just like ooh, i could like that and just smell it my like on its own so yeah um yeah that's me it, but i thought the like your favorite smell question i think that's like it's kind of funny because it <laughs> Who thinks about that sometimes you know what i'm saying right like, right right it is funny yeah i know but it is i've been recently i stock up every year it comes time for the holidays and i stock up on three things number one chocolate covered brandy cherries from Ooh. trader joe's it only comes once a year and they sell out so fast you have to be on it number two brandy beans the other alcoholic chocolate from trader joe's they didn't even come <laughs> that's how quickly they were gone i didn't even see them once that's crazy. And number three, pine scented candles, because yeah, those are my Damn. three favorite things, which are weirdly winter things, but I love summer. Yeah. I'm a dichotomy. I'm a dichotomy. <laughs> I'm a full person. What can I say? <laughs> I've got I've got layers. Okay. I've got layers. You can't box me in. Except Jin. She's the only one. She yeah, boxed me I, out. I boxed you out, <laughs> but I, I can't box you in. You're right. Um, okay. Next question. So what benefits does art provide society? 
does art hurt society in any way? Ooh, interesting. Well, I was listening to a um, podcast, Smartless, which is with um, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Oh, I did see that. And they're, oh, they're so funny. They're so funny. And they're like best friends. And it's so effortless. You can tell they're just shooting the breeze. And it's better than any podcast that people have spent hours and hours and hours, you know, researching and developing, you know. And it's like one of those unfair things. But they had the editor of The New Yorker on, and they were talking about how, what, like a big, effect art has like on everything politics mm-hmm. everything changing people's minds they were like it's one of the greatest ways you can change people's minds aside from yeah. voting is like creating art because it's a way to talk to people in a way that's not confrontational mm-hmm. and they're they have their guard down because they're expecting to be entertained mm-hmm. so they're much more openly receiving information and i think that's so cool yeah that's actually a good point um I always tell people it's like it breaks people's walls down so they can actually like ingest the message. Yeah, um, exactly. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because if you you tried, I don't know, I feel like people, Facebook showed up and everybody tried to just talk to each other on computers and Ooh, with no yeah. art around and it just Ooh. got hairy. Like, oh my God, yeah. so bad. Right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of what they were talking about is like just yelling at each other Yeah. or just like, the, the glory of art, like I was watching a, a documentary about Norman Lear who created a lot, like he was one who got the Jeffersons started and um, All in the Family and all these shows mm. that brought black people onto the screen in a really prominent way. And um, it's like, if that, it's just interesting how they used comedy to do this really intense yeah. thing. And it broke down these walls that if it was in person or if it was out, uh, out of the context of comedy, it might've been this really intense and scary thing, you know? But sure. um, I just think that's so cool throughout history. Some of the biggest changes have been through people that like, it's not like they were in political power. It's not like they were like leading some resistance or any, they were just like making art in a way that connected with people on a human level. And that yeah. helped change minds, which is so freaking cool. Yeah, that's incredible. So cool. Yeah. Do you think there's any negatives? I'm sure there is oh, because yeah. in the same way that you can influence people positively <clears throat> towards a message, things like propaganda can influence people negatively sure. towards message, right? You can then make someone into the enemy pretty quick with just a, a, a badly lit, you know, piece or whatever, you know? So it's kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure nowadays more than ever, because people are so into quick reactions, a lot of people I'm sure have experienced like um, a misrepresentation of themselves. For sure. You know, in, in through art though? Maybe, yeah, maybe not through art. I don't know, but it is interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I, yeah. I know when Vine was huge, a lot of the like black creators, they were doing a lot of like minstrel show type comedy to where it was like it very it demeaned black people. It brought us down to like these single monolithic beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it worked. It 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 caught with who they were trying the audience they were trying to catch with. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably an example of bad where you're just right. trying to use it to garner favor and then like smash down the people that it actually represents. Right. Um, wow. Right. Right. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just, probably just stealing from people who originated like who who created and not giving them credit is probably another way that that people do it yeah that's the toughest part right it's like it is so hard because um there's trends but then there's just straight up thievery yeah you know so I think a lot of like and I think also there's this thing where bigger companies 
hire people and there's like, there's no double checking of their work. So if they're just grabbing something, which happens all the time, all I remember the time. I, yeah. all the time. I had a friend who worked at Urban Outfitters and they were saying that they were really trying to crack down on their designers, understanding what copyright means, you know, mm-hmm. like you can't just grab somebody's stuff off the internet well, that you like probably, and like trace it. You know? That's probably the crazy yeah. thing is how few maybe younger or greener designers don't understand the rules. Yeah, sure. They don't yeah. realize. Fair use. And because <laughs> definitely people have straight up ripped us, meaning like live trace something we did and just change like the text and logo but the whole logo yeah. is exactly the same right and we just reached out and we're like hey you need to take that down like someone a client paid for that and it's their brand now yeah. and they were like mortified most of the time people they're just young they don't realize which is kind of mm. crazy it's like yeah. how is that right. not covered but if you're self-taught and if mm. you're just and if you're just used to like collaging or it's like we all do the stussy logo growing up like <laughs> what's the difference you know yeah. like you might not know you know yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know i've seen a lot of people go and they do the whole like uh they pull stock imagery together and then call it like logo making or, um, or design. And it, it's just, yeah, from being green and not knowing. So, and I understand how that's probably embarrassing, but, um, that's, I think, I think that's, Oh, we've all been there. We've all had that moment growing up where we, it was too close to the inspiration because at first, you know, it's cool. You're trying so hard to mimic the people that you look up to And you're doing it too closely at first. Like I was listening to a talk with Josiah Atkinson, who she does such cool design and she's at Josiah on Twitter. And um, she was talking about how a lot of people um, copy her and she, but she was so gracious about it. She was like, she's like, listen, I, I, you know, mimic the things that I looked up to on Tumblr. Mm -hmm. She didn't say she copied them, but she was like, we all do that when we're starting out when we're green, but like, sure. Copy me now. But like, start to find your own thing <laughs> like sure. figure out how I did it but then like find you yeah. you know yeah. and I was like dang she was so gracious about that because I think everyone starts out that way trying to mm. mimic the masters right even when you're in art school they have people students go to you know the, the Louvre, Louvre set up mm-hmm. easels and mimic the master to see how did he get that brushstroke how did she get that brushstroke you know so I understand like the reason that we're, we all start doing that when we we're younger we're trying to reverse sure. engineer mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and we really, and it's out of love. It's, it's, you're just right, trying to be like, it. great. Yes. Yeah, you love them. Like, I love this. So, this is cool. Like, how do I do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember when I started, I was just like, I ingested a lot. I just looked at a lot of like different work. I had artists that, or designers that I thought were like my favorites. Um, but I was more about trying to figure out process. Like, right. how, like, what, what do you push? <laughs> Just like putting yeah. button pressing in Instagram. Right. Totally. <laughs> so um, I, I used to take videos of people, like people's design work, and then re- screen record it on my phone, and then uh, play it back in slow motion so I can kind of oh, see where the mouse yeah, pointer was moving. going and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. I know. I love watching live streams. I find it fascinating to see how mm-hmm. other designers work because even Jen and I have completely different processes. So I, I'm always interested to see how somebody else's creative like thought process goes. For sure. Totally. And have you guys heard of a mukbang before? No. Mm-hmm. What's that? Um, so basically it's weird, but you saying that made me think about um, mukbangs are basically like um, uh, a person you look up to an uh, influencer or like a podcast host will go and eat a meal on screen and you apparently got big in like Korea so people liked watching them while they were also eating lunch 
So it felt like they were eating alongside someone else. Oh, that's weird. I think Meg Lewis did that for a while. She'd be like, watch me eat like Applebee's. And it was all like, (laughs) just like super middle American, like, you know, kind of like chain restaurants. Yeah, but the kind that are like fancy. It's like, ooh, we're going to Olive Garden. Like it's not Taco Bell, it's Olive Garden. This is nice. Yeah. You know. Put so, your good jeans on. <laughs> I, I think of that like with design, like when you guys do your live streams, I'm like, I'm usually working along with it too. So I wonder yeah. if that's a, the a same kind of feeling is you're like, you feel totally. like you're in the office with somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, it is. It's a solidarity, I think for sure. Cause yeah, yeah. I, I like to do them because it's like, it's, we just, me and Jen work next to each other all day and B sometimes is in the room too, but it can just be a little bit isolating being a freelancer. So it's like, it's so fun to do those live streams and everyone's in the chat and we're all laughing. It's those are, those are like the most fun. Yeah. You guys always do something cool too. You always pick a subject that's like super interesting. And I'm like, Oh, how are they going to do that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I know I have, this is not to be mean, but it's like, you know, how you watch others. I'm sure you do it with podcasting. You try to find the podcast that you like, cause you're like, what makes this more interesting than like the 30 other podcasts that I stopped listening to? Cause they were boring. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm always watching live streams and trying to be like, why does this one work? And why does that one not work? Mm -hmm. You know? So yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. Next question, guys. Um, if you could be any character from a TV show, who would you be? Oh, 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 this is so fun. Oh my gosh. I feel like I always want to be people in TV shows. So it's like, who is it? <laughs> I know. Dang. Okay. First of all, what am I watching? Okay. I've always, always, always wanted to be a private investigator. Oh, like not, I don't, you don't work. You're not a detective. You're like, but here's the you're thing. You're on your own. You're you're hired by the people. I <laughs> think you want to be a private detective because the mystery and snooping is fun. It's but so when fun. it comes to confronting them, like have you ever watched Columbo or Murder She Wrote? You have to be the biggest pain in people's ass. <laughs> yeah. To like I was gonna, just one more just question. one more question. <laughs> or like Angela Lansbury's like totally oh, a, sh- a thorn in the side. <laughs> like she, the way you have to really just like catch people out. You have to win their trust and then you have to catch them out. Like yeah. that would be so uncomfortable. That would be so I, I also. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I by the end of it, I'd be like, they're a good person. They didn't mean to. <laughs> we, we all make mistakes, you know. Like, it was an I'm kind of like yeah. <laughs> and that guy was kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so true. That or like the X Files. I love, I love that kind of like the truth is out there. There's a cover up. Yeah. Aliens are real. Which no. now they aliens are real. They've admitted it, and we all just acted like we all believe the whole time unbelievable unbelievable how that just went under the radar yeah the the (laughs) ufo um yeah who was it um was it the nsa who was it that like it was uh, the nsa yeah they just released all the docs that were like yeah yeah they've been real long it's fine i'm good (laughs) i am good on alien stuff you're like no no yeah. <laughs> you just want to keep your blinders on. It's just yeah, us. I, the truth is not yeah. out there. <laughs> I don't need I don't need truth. Let me, let me be truth is too much sometimes. Sometimes I'll, it is I'll, too much. I believe yeah. that. That's the one thing I think would be hard about doing like private investigation or detective work. Oh, seeing who people seeing really are. what people are capable of. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty true. much any yeah. like true crime documentary you watch, at the end of it, people are like, I didn't even know that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yes, it's like their wife. They're like, I never, I didn't even know him. Yeah. It's Who like is? everyone has that secret side. That's terrifying. Yeah. Nobody wants to know. You're supposed to take those things to the grave with you. You know? It's yeah. Like- um, I saw a comedian, a comedian was talking about like, yeah, Jim, Jim just, uh, he brewed a mean pilsner. I, I didn't know he's murdering <laughs> <Right>. people. But- <laughs> 
<laughs> and then it turns out he was uh, keeping people in his basement. You know, yeah. like, what yes. the heck? That is so funny. He was a deacon at our church. It's like, oh my gosh, she can't trust anyone. I know these people on the shows are like, they were a nice man. I don't know. He lived next to us for 20 years. He was a nice man. It's like, oh my goodness. You just but my my cousin has a really, he's like, I love when I first meet someone pretty soon after meeting them, I, I try to find a reason to tell them no about something, just something small, because people's true self comes out when you tell them no. And oh. I was like, dang, that is some deep. And it's true. It's so true. I, I feel like I do this when dating. Cause it's like, <laughs> that's a good little test. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I am yeah, not paying for that. Yeah. yeah just no for no reason. And, and what are you going to do? About it? No, I'm it's not like that, but just, you know, instead of trying to be always pleasing, just like saying no, setting boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then seeing how somebody reacts. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Pretty interesting. Jen, what you got, Jen? What was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> who, what TV character oh, would you want to be? You know, what's funny is when you were saying that I immediately thought of Homer Simpson and <laughs> only because his joy, his joie de vivre is like <laughs> incredible. Like, you know how they always show him he's having little fantasies and he's like, like tiptoe dancing yeah. around with little fairies around his head and just donuts. eating donuts and yeah. drinking beer yeah. and his life is so simple and he has such blind confidence about his capabilities he's sitting yeah, there with his feet up at the uh you know power plant at the power plant uh, underqualified and overconfident i mean 100 yeah i'm not saying it's a good person i'm just saying his <laughs> existence must be blissfully amazing you know he's just loving life like nothing ever yeah. stops him nothing slows him down Mm-mm. um i would i would definitely say ron swanson Oh, Parts and Rec. That yes. would like that guy. Like he has he the has things a- that he loves, and he oh. loves them like emphatically. And I'm like, yes. I wish I loved the things more. Like, <laughs> I wish I loved the saxophone the way he loves yeah. the saxophone, like, or loved anything the way he loves the saxophone. But you're right. He has such a clear sense of identity who yeah. he yes. is, what he likes, what is not okay, what is okay. Yeah. I'm always yes. interested in people who have very clear, defined opinions, no yeah. matter what they are. It's just like, wow, you really know yourself. That's yeah. yeah. You get yeah. it. I, I don't get myself that much. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm currently in therapy trying to work all that stuff out about myself because yeah. um i i was a person that used to defer a lot too where it was just like but it was like unhealthy it was just mm. like oh, i'll just be a chameleon and i'll play to everybody in the room right, and then right. You but never realize, you don't ever get taken care of kind of a thing uh, you usually yeah. get stuffed on all the time yeah so. Uh, and then, and then one day you're the guy that they say he was such a nice man, yeah. <laughs> like, but he snapped. They, they, they pushed him too hard. They pushed him too hard. That's true. But it's true. I'm like sure. if you let people, yeah. that's true. It's like it starts to seep out the more you like let it. You know. Yeah. No, I think 100%. that's good that you're learning how to stick up for yourself. That's great. Yeah. Um, and just I don't know. I just felt like as a kid, I just didn't do things that were like I liked. I was like, hmm, what stuff do I like? I'm yeah. like, let me go skip down the street real quick. See if I like that still. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. And how was it? Did you enjoy uh, it? was great. I, I did like it. It was, I skipped a little too fast. I was out of breath at the end. So <laughs> I've been there though, when you're like, you know what? I'm going to go jump on the trampoline. Sure. I'm 35. This will be fine. And then you're like, ah, <laughs> you're, you're going to die. Your knees just buckle. It's just like not. Right. My body has been sedentary for 10 years, sitting in a chair designing. I'll have to remember that next time. I think I went roller skating one time in like my, I think it was my late, like I'm saying late twenties, like I'm not 31. Like (laughs) 
was last year. It was last year. <laughs> um, and I fell so many times. Oh. And like, I, you just got to like hold it together. Like you're okay. And you're like yeah. dying on the inside. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's right. so funny. So. That's why we're at that age where you really like stretching becomes very important. <laughs> <laughs> like more, the morning stretch is like a must. Especially when there's a big like uh, temperature change. Yeah. Like, if it's cold out, you better be doing your stretches yeah, in yeah. the morning. Otherwise you're going to be hurting later on. Isn't that, that's, I don't know. That's just so wild that it like, it kind of, you're right. It does creep up on you. Like yeah. I'm getting there. Like now that you're old, but you're like, right? you yeah. don't move the same. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like when you're a kid, you're superhuman, which yeah, you are I'm, like, you look <laughs> at kids. they're like rubber. It's like yes. they can bend backwards and nothing breaks. Yeah. It's amazing. Nothing breaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for the next question? Ready. Yes. All right. Um, what is your favorite type foundry? I know you guys are a type foundry, but. Ooh, this is so hard because there's so many that I love. Um, central type always does. Central type is so cool. They do like, they have this shine effect on everything, which doesn't come with the font, but he does it after the fact that is just like so incredible. Unlike a lot of people, I think he has a very strong sense of his brand identity for his studio. And a lot of type designers don't have that. They just, it's like a very vanilla interface. It's not about the foundry, which it makes sense. It's about the type. Right. But I mm-hmm. do like how yeah. central type and like, oh no, they have very clear sense I, of brand identity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another great one. Oh no, is a great one, but, uh, said to post it's sued to post S U D T I P O S. And I think they're out of Brazil or Argentina. Yeah. But it's a, it's a group of a bunch of people and they're all from all over the world, but, um, they all kind of release their fonts under this, you know, this group. Like, group. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And you know, it's really hard to find good script fonts. They have all the good script fonts in yeah. one what? place. Like, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. And I think they're on Adobe fonts. So you yes, can find okay. them there too. Yeah. yeah. They okay. might not have the whole collection on there. Yeah. And then Maddox so. from Fort Foundry. Fort Foundry. Fort they, Foundry's great. Yeah. They, they make stuff that has just enough personality, but it's still incredibly Very usable. usable. Yeah. 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 And then um, Mark Canesso of PS type. His, yeah. his stuff's really good too yeah. as well. Yeah. And we got to give Maddox a shout out because we'll call him with all of our, we're new <laughs> to font making, you know, and typography yep. and all that. So I'm like, Maddox, would you look at this and just make sure I won't get ridiculed. I released Lone Pine and I was like, why can't I make Western, you know, Latin support, Western mm-hmm. characters. I know where to put an umlaut, you know, but I didn't know where to put everything. And I definitely did a few things wrong, but luckily Kyle Latondra, who is again, look up to him so much in the tight community. He just emailed me and he's like, Hey, just, so you know, this is supposed to look like this. This is supposed to look like this. And I was like, thank you, Kyle. That's so kind. I just felt so uncomfortable, like sending a font to someone and being like, can you review this? I just thought that was like a step too far, but then people were so nice to reach out. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to start, keep sending people stuff. So I don't look like a fool again, make a fool of myself. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely, oh no, it's like right now is one of my favorites. Um, I think that obviously uh, I had to like corral it into one of my brand fonts because I was like oh I love this yeah, yeah. so good <laughs> um, that bouncy like boldness yeah yeah so it's just it's a lot of fun like I like it because it's like it has all you need but it's also like fun so mm-hmm. yes um, yeah yeah the thing that I've been it's been really cool to follow you guys is like seeing everybody using your guys' stuff I'm oh, like I'm, oh that has yeah. to feel amazing like to see it, it like, feels so good out there that's like my favorite thing. Just searching like every now and again, I'll jump on hashtag hood fonts. And I'm like, it's alive. (laughs) It's a thing that I I no longer control whatsoever. It's got a life of its own. Like it's kind of crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, someone used it for like, um, a, a NBA, like the Phoenix Suns the other day. Yes. I was like, that, that, like, was, that application looks so cool. Like, I think that was Julian Martinez, right? It was. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. he's in our Bob's course, but yeah, like he worked, I, who does he work with sneaker he works with oh anyway he works with a sneaker company and they were doing a collab and i was oh. like julian i can never thank you enough for like this was on devin booker's foot like what uh, oh it really <laughs> was i yeah. degree of separation they got those made it was like custom shoes and uh oh. rejuvenator rejuvenator that's who oh, he works yeah. with they did a collab okay. with the phoenix suns and it was on these custom shoes the yeah. font that you made yeah palm canyon drive devin yeah. booker chris paul like the suns were wearing it it was crazy yeah. chris yes. paul Fire. One of the most gorgeous men in the NBA. The man never <laughs> ages. He it's doesn't. insane. He's like His Pharrell. eyes are the yes, color Pharrell. of Carlos right. and Pharrell. Yeah, yeah and Pharrell. Pharrell never ages either. You know what's Maybe funny? I was watching. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was watching a game last night, the Dallas Mavericks versus Lakers. And Jason Kidd is weird because he also never ages, but he's always looked 40. Like when he was 22, he <laughs> yeah. looked 40. Right. And he still looks 40, even though he's 50. Like he's just so, it's one of those like weird ones. <laughs> they used to say that Pharrell was like a, a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he has looked the same. Yeah, I'm like, he's gonna, the man's going to be like 60, 70 and look the exact same. And I'm like. 100%. Him and Jennifer Lopez have discovered yeah. the secret to youth. They have. They have. Yeah. I I'm sure it costs a lot. <laughs> That's what I'm like. You know they're doing something. They, yeah. You can't be a celebrity and not be doing something. The pressure's At too all. much, too great. The to pressure's do too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I if I had all that money, I would find something too. Oh, I'm we like, would look insane oh if we gosh. had all that. Money. We would look like <laughs> fucking Siegfried and Roy over here. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Our foreheads don't move anymore, guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everything's but, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so but yeah that's i I've, i think that's really cool to like see it and like people people it seems like people love it like people love your guys's type so oh, oh, um, thanks. i always I, yeah shout it out every time uh, every chance i get like, do, oh you're so karen sweet. you're so nice to do that i'm like so honored when people would use the hashtag i'm like i know it's a big thing it's like yeah I, you don't have time to think about this you're just trying to post your work yeah but For i always sure. am so thankful when people do do it yeah all right Next question. I think we have time for one more. Oh, this is the question that I ask everybody. Um, <clears throat> this is the sunrise moment for our, all of our careers. Um, what is your design in game? Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. You know, I think for me, it's the things that have brought me the most joy because project to project, I'm one of those people that like every project's the coolest project I've ever worked on. I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. Everything else was trashed until this, you know, but I, I'm also very proud of all the things I've done. But I think the coolest thing is, has been um, making the fonts and writing the book that we wrote, Freelance and Business mm -hmm. and stuff, because seeing how other people are like taking and running with something that has helped them grow is like such a cool thing that yeah. is rewarding infinitely when, cause I mean, our career is probably on the downward arc, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, like as like a, 
I feel like <laughs> as a brand, you go through this thing of like, it's especially cyclical. when you're yeah. a small studio, it's like, are they the hot new studio? And then it's uh, like, oh, we already know about them. They're get, not the hot new saying. studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, especially yeah. when you're small, it can be hard because it's like, when you're small, you have to bank on that new indie mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but Amy, here's the thing, like bell bottoms, it's all cyclical. Yeah. It'll come back every 20 years. <laughs> sure. We just got to wait it out. But I'm saying if, if you're not so worried about like, am I the best? Right. Or like, is the work I'm putting out the best it's ever been, which I do feel like I am putting out my best work that I have. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's like seeing other people using the things that you've made and making something yep. new with it that you would never think to do yeah. is yep. so rewarding. And um, I think I was listening to a podcast, I think it was Dax Shepherds, which I can only do in spurts because they get like really heavy on the like self-analyzing thing. And sometimes it's too much for me, oh, but okay. they they do say some interesting things. Like he was saying that when he was really depressed and he was going to therapy, his therapist said, well, like, what are you doing to be of service? And he was like, right mm-hmm. now your life is all about you. And all you can mm-hmm. think about is like, what's wrong with you and what you're not fulfilling as far as your goals. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, well, you know, what do you like? Oh, I like cars. And he was like, well, what kind of cars? I don't know, like military vehicles, off-road vehicles. Well, what if you do a USO tour? And so mm-hmm. he started doing these USO tours and it brought immense joy and fulfillment Mm. bringing joy to somebody else who's going through this crazy thing overseas you know so I think that's really interesting to think about like if you're starting to feel down on your career and like am I good enough am I going to be as big as you know her blue balloon one day like will I be remembered that's those are two big thoughts to think that's too much to put on yourself instead thinking like how can I invest in this community in a way that is like bigger than just my personal goals yeah 100% 100% um I I just second what you say (laughs) no but it's true though because especially when you're in creative field and you're service-based or you you know pretty much your day-to-day if your only purpose is found in whether a client likes it or whether your boss likes it like whether the masses or whether the masses like it like that's kind of something that you can't rely on you're it's Mm -hmm. not they're not always going to like it it's not always going to be successful that you're going to do some things that probably weren't better than before right things like that but when you are trying to serve others and it becomes more of like you know relationship building that's something that you it, it does give back in a way that um do they like it doesn't you sure. know yeah yeah I, I like that um i like the ser- the service because it always seems like um designers end up teaching in some way uh, and yeah. you guys have already started that like you've already started your path but that's a way to kind of give back and like give back to design and, and the future of design um yeah. so i always find that fascinating um but yeah i I don't think you, I understand what you mean by the end of the career thing, but I, I think you guys like are, are going to continue to rise kind of. We'll thing. keep going. Yeah. Don't worry. I think we'll always have work just cause we're, we're easy to work with, but, um, sure. but as far as like, you, you get what I'm saying. You knew, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, I, I also see like I, I, the future we're moving really, I think like, the whole like when we shut everything down in 2020 like i think that really propelled people to this future where things are going to be smaller we're all mm-hmm. going to be in our own small you already see facebook and these big tech companies people are coming after them so i think yeah. what's going to be the future is smaller i think the mm-hmm. slack groups i think people are going to be living in slack groups with their closest friends i think it's going to oh, be small businesses i think it's going to be freelance work and that's going to be all across the board because i think it's just to be more agile i think that's what we're going to have to kind of do in the future i i don't 
I don't see us being able to handle these big group things like we were doing in the past. So. Yeah, it, it does feel like it's gotten like bigger than ever and more um, people are more jaded than ever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we were talking to our friend Alex Rinker the other day and he's a one man studio and he puts out some of my favorite work ever and he mm-hmm. works with huge brands. And same with Mackie Saturday. They're both like very small studios, as small as we are, yeah. but they're doing some of the strongest and biggest rebrands like out there. Well, like he's competing yeah. with these big agencies that have these huge ticket prices, yeah. you know? And I think so. that speaks to something. Well, and we were talking about how when you grow, there's actually more risk that you lose hold of the quality control and 100%. that you wanted to have to begin with because you're so removed from it. Now that's not yep. true of every group agency, and agency, right. but I mean, when you talk about legacy, like sure, some of the bigger agencies might live longer, but did they control the quality and the experience as much as maybe if you can, when you're really like a tight knit small group, right? Like Paul yeah. Rand or, mm-hmm. or Wibblin, right? Like mm-hmm. those, they were, yeah. And there's examples on both where they've done incredible sure. work, but it, I think most yeah. people are tempted to think like, if it wasn't big, it won't live on and, or it won't have like lasting power. Right. But really right. like sure. small one-off people have done incredible things. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I, I read a book called start with why, and one of the like one of the tenants in it talks about um, just having that core belief of why you're doing this and how as you grow and as you get bigger, a lot of people lose that core why and it's evident and it's kind yeah. of their their demise. Um, one example they talk about is Walmart and how when Walmart started uh, by Sam Walton, it was about the family. It was about um, the employee. It was about small. It was about um he only took i think it was the, about the most, small yeah That's at the most he so took like three hundred thousand dollars himself was the most he ever made uh a, a year um when he was building walmart but now it's completely skewed into something else and you can kind of you feel it after a while you you mm-hmm. i feel like there's a spirit to it and um as long as you hold on to that spirit and the reason why you started it um, I, I post the reason why I started all of this on my, it's on my wall in front of my computer. Oh, that's so I smart. like to try to look at it all the time, yeah. but I feel like that's what keeps you from losing yourself. Cause mm-hmm. as you do yeah. gain that favor and get bigger, it's so much easier to be like, I could just be trendy and people know yeah. who I am already. And I don't have to worry about anything. Right. Um, That's like the Beatles documentary that just came out on Disney plus get back. Have you seen it, Cam? I have not. I haven't <gasps> seen it. Cam, it's so good. It's weird because it's in one way, it's extremely boring. Like it's the, each episode is like three hours of you're like almost watching in real time, them working these songs out, oh, but you cannot stop. You cannot look away. It's like, and, it, and I'm constantly rewinding because their accents are so heavy. I'm like turning the subtitles on for temporarily to figure out what the <laughs> heck they're talking about but the one amazing thing is is they were the whole throughout the whole thing they're reading all these articles about themselves and it's just like pretty nasty scathing sometimes just completely made up stuff and like people were disenchanted with them and the people who liked the old stuff are like who is this new Beatles that are like all rock and roll like edgy like boys you know and um I just think it's so interesting when people are brave enough they had so much success doing the thing that they were doing and yet they still managed to grow together despite all the personality differences. Mm -hmm. They managed to to compromise and it, it didn't break the thing. In fact, it probably made it better because they had to let go a little bit because it was four guys having to make a decision. And in some ways I love that 
not having quality control. Like I'm constantly devil's advocate with myself on how I feel. I want complete control. And yet I know if I have complete control, I will screw it up. It will be too precious. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. So it's like knowing when to let go and having someone being like, just no launch it, just launch it. Yeah. We're not taking it again. That was a good take. Like I get what you're saying. You only get three takes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so, um, I need to check that out. I definitely do. Cause I don't know. I just like watching greats. Um, yeah. that's like one of my, we were, so, um, one of my new, uh, our art director at my new job, he's super like, I don't, I don't know how to even describe him, but he's so into Kanye West. Like Kanye West is like, he has Yeezys on his feet and he's listening to like, uh, Jesus walks as he's like floating across the office. Um, but we watched this Vox like mini like 10 minute documentary thing on Kanye West's like musical process mm. through all of his albums and it like just fascinated me oh, so just to have the gall to do some of the stuff that he did I'm just totally like, totally people like, it's like even if you don't like him or the music it's like to have a vision and to go against the grain there's something interesting there right like yep. there's I, yeah, I do find that fascinating. I, I know yeah. I really used, I used, when I was a kid, I used to watch the biography channel, like, and any kind of like VH1 behind the music, oh, I love yes. entertainment. Yeah. They had that one on entertainment. That yeah, was I know like, what you're talking about. It was, but similar. Like, yeah, similar. But yeah. any kind of celebrities background was so fascinating because inevitably they all overcame some sort of amazing hardship and they yes. all had to like fight against something and I yep. just am like, it's not supposed to be easy. Like that, like, if you think it's supposed to be easy, you're not in the right mindset. Yeah. 100%. Life is not set up to be easy. Like you have to be willing to do the work and to do, to kind of have the fight a little mm-hmm. bit and choose yep. your fight. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost, I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot is like the human condition is struggle. Like mm-hmm. it's literally, you don't get anywhere without having something that like is hard um Mm -hmm. you think about our like immune systems they get better as they're challenged like Mm, you think about like our muscles working out they get better as you challenge them you're tearing them a little to build them up yeah that's fascinating so our minds and our our work has to also be the same thing we have to be pushing it or else what are we doing we're we're right because it yeah. Well, and the, and the point when you kind of start like, just like uh, giving in is when you kind of start losing that lust for life, you know? Well, it's yeah. like, I mean, cause I mean, you see when people retire, they kind of go into this depressive episodes sometimes, and it's not because they want to work themselves to the bone still, but they've kind of lost that thing that sharpens them that right. like, sure. that, that kind of like, um, like you said, like problem solving um, yeah the like, problem the, the yeah the, the agil- struggle the agility that yeah. you get from like dealing with things that you don't want to deal with yes. and the the kind of the patience you learn yeah. the you know the problem solving you learn when when yes. everything becomes about doing exactly what you want to do that's when you probably start gr- stop growing 100 because you're not being challenged like you used that's to that's a be. quote and that's why that goes on a t-shirt you just put it on a t-shirt that's a new poster i just the thing we need a new poster but it is funny because sometimes we'll have like a bad client experience it doesn't happen very often but every once in a while we're just like oh i just want to do only hoodspa stuff we'll just sell only fonts or but to be honest like the client work keeps us honest and it keeps us sharp Mm -hmm. because it's like they're pushing back and you're like they're questioning like 
well, I don't really like this. Why did you do this? Yeah. And you're like, and you have to either make a case <laughs> or you have to give in. So it does, yeah. it keeps you sharp in yeah. a way that even though sometimes I'm like, I think it's so valuable to have that input and for it not to only be like only my vision, you know? Right. So right. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to have, so that's another thing that like, what like October, I had to like face the ego part of it. Cause mm. I don't know that, you know how they always say it's like, there's like a curve in um, our path in our career. At the beginning, you learn a little and you feel like, you know, everything. And then yes. you go right past that and you drop to the bottom and you're like, I don't know anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I hit that moment in like October and I had such an ego about stuff when I was at the top of that hill. And I, me and my wife would, cause I do, we'll do work for her sometimes. And we would always end up in terrible arguments because I was just so, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I wanted more for her than like any other client type of thing. It was just weird. And then I heard you guys on John Contino's podcast and you said, it's like um, a body on the table and we're operating and we have <laughs> to find, like, we have to keep this person alive. And when I had yeah. heard that analogy, I was like, dang. Like it really yeah. is that. Like that was Matt Damon talking about getting feedback on his on his Ben Affleck's movie. Pretty much oh, the person yeah. they asked for feedback was like, okay, I know this is your movie, I know this is your baby, but let's pretend like it's a person dying on the operating table. It's yes. nothing personal. It's nothing personal. Are yeah. you ready for me to tell you what's wrong with it? And he's <laughs> like, shit, okay, yes. And that's how he framed it so that they wouldn't take it personally, but so that they would actually listen and try and save the movie's life. <laughs> yeah. But it's true, I, you can't get too attached. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was yeah. great. So mm-hmm. now I like live by it. I'm like, okay, ego, ego over there. We gotta fix this. Like totally. I know work. I want to be that way. I know I, I can get into my head. I go through these huge ups and downs where like one week I'm like, I'm the best there is, baby. And then the next week I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a hack. Like there's so much that I left to know or that I'm like that I screwed up on this thing or whatever. So yeah. it is, you do have to leave the ego out in both ways. One is, is, oh, poor me, poor me. It didn't work out. And one is like, uh, no one can tell me nothing, you know? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always, I feel like it's always like a, a balancing act. You're it like, uh, like, and you're right. So much of this is a balancing act, like working with mm-hmm. like customers as deeply as we do. And that's what I, um, another one of these episodes I filmed, um, the thing I love about design and, and the service of design is just getting to hear people's stories. Like mm-hmm. we get to hear everybody's reason why they did this in the first place. Yeah, Not yeah. everybody gets to see that sometimes. So it's just yeah. like, we're so deeply entrenched in like, we have to be so honest with each other and trust people, like trust each other. So yeah. it, it's a fine, like the whole thing's a fine line. So yeah, um, that's what's, yeah, that's what's so fun about it all. But I it appreciate is, yeah. you all. I, I had a good you time. Too, Cam. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. this is so amazing. Fun. I'm glad yeah. you invited us on. Yeah, thanks for yeah. having us on. Yeah, so hopefully this gets bigger. So I'm trying to work my magic, but um, I, I, I I like this. I, I like talking. I, I like talking to, especially you guys are great to talk to. I feel like I I don't have to say anything. Like this, I've I've done this, uh, especially like podcasting before. You have guests on, and they don't understand this kind of space so they don't understand you have to keep speaking and like actually like think through perpetuate the conversation yeah yeah, yeah. they're just like they're just like yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm dying here. Could you expand <laughs> on that? Yeah. Could you give me a little more? Yeah. So You're like the, the lawyer, like cross-examining someone. <laughs> and how did you pick up the weapon? <laughs> and, and how did that make you feel? Yeah. And then what happened? And then what happened? <laughs> 100%. But you guys are always fun. So um, let people know where to find you. And if you guys want to let them know about any product you guys are doing right now or anything that's hot, um, go ahead. Ooh, not much hot right now, but in the new year, ooh, things are coming. Things are coming. Um, we are at Hoodspa Design most places. And then on YouTube, we're just Hoodspa. So yeah, give us a follow. Yeah, and you can great. find how people are using our fonts at hashtag hoodfonts. It's quite fun. It's quite fun to look at. Yes. They're a fun follow. And then definitely YouTube, the um the live streams are always fun and, and good. Content. Yes, definitely tune in and hang so. out with us. We love those. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for watching and I will be back with another one next time. So peace.